Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to SFP Now. I'd like to welcome um, a new up-and-coming actor who's been coming on great guns in recent years, um, Corey Gruta Andrew to the show. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing really, I'm doing really well. Um, and anyway, we're just going to ask you ask you a few questions about your uh, recent uh, films and uh, some some of the work that you've been doing uh, since you started acting. And I guess the best one to get started with is uh, how did you get into acting? Is it something that you 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 wanted to do, or was you a bit you know unsure of it at first? Uh yeah, definitely. At, at first, I was so unsure. I actually had stage fright. For years, um, which is kind of funny now that you think about it. Um, but uh, my mom and dad would, you know, kind of hint at me every every you know year or so. They'd go, "Hey, Corey, maybe maybe in the coming school year you should uh, sign up for for an acting class or something." And I'm like, "No, no, I, I'm no, I'm gonna look stupid." But then when I actually did it, I I uh, I, I decided to say, you know, why not just try new things? Because that's a good thing in life, trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely loved it. Uh, it was a theater class that I did, and I, it was amazing. And um, then I decided to go into a film and TV class um, because I was, you know, curious about that as well. And um, that was even better because I, I prefer film over uh, theater personally um and i i really enjoyed that so you know from there i just got really lucky i i i I got an agent through an open casting call and premiere and uh you know the rest is history yeah yeah cool um you might don't mind me asking uh why is it you prefer tv um and film over theater what did was it because of the spontaneity of theater you find that a little bit too uh (laughs) nerve-wracking it's yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Now, don't get me wrong, I still enjoy theatre, but film and TV is just much nicer for me because it's like, what I usually do is, if we're shooting a one-and-a-half-hour film, the night before, I'll go look at the sides for the scenes that we're doing the next day, and I'll get those down, down pat. And um, with theatre, it's totally different. You, you have to learn everything at once and then perform it all at once which, um, you know, it's always been a little nerve-wracking for me. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I know all about theatre. Um, I, I actually uh, trained as a, as a theatrical actor myself, um, you know, so like um, in, my, in my late teens, early 20s. 
And, um, you know, but then again, I've been acting since the age of four, <laughs> one way or another. So <laughs> I, I, I do know, I do understand where you're coming from with, with, with um, it being nerve wracking and, and so forth. And, um, and trust me when I say you're not the only person to have, to have suffered from stage fright. Um, I used to have it unbelievably bad, so I can completely empathize there. But you know, talking about some of the TV work, it seemed to um, it seemed to happen pretty quickly for you, didn't it? Because um, you know, looking at IMDb, you, um, you you seem to book roles in some really really cool stuff, such as uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Van Helsing, and um, and and the Hundred. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit about about those experiences? So the first show I was on uh, is called Fargo, which films in Calgary. Cool. My first actual audition, I don't know how, but I booked it, and I worked on Fargo, and it, that was really fun to do because I flew out to Calgary for my first role. And the first night I was there, I just wanted to stay on set all night. I was almost falling asleep. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, shows like Legends, uh, The 100, um, those were so fun to work on. I... Uh, I, I got to meet, you know, all the uh, all the all the main cast. They're such nice people to work with. They're they're really great and um yeah, that that was uh it was really enjoyable because honestly it's for me it's all about the experience that I'm gaining from this. Um yeah. And plus uh, from 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 some of the uh back and forth fad on Twitter, you you're a fan of superheroes as well, so that couldn't have hurt either. <laughs> yeah. I d- yeah, yeah. Um, that's a villain too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, you got that. That that's even better. You got to play a villain. You know, um, how, how many how many actors your age can say, "Oh, I got to play a villain in a superhero show." <laughs> Not a whole lot. I'm lucky when it comes to that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And the villains get the best lines, of course. Oh yeah, it's uh, all dramatic, theatrical. You know, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, moving on to um, your, your film roles, you've uh, you you you've finished work on two big films. You've got Summer of '84, um, which uh, has an interesting premise and stuff like that. I wonder if you might talk a little bit about that. Um, it's just so interesting. I I love. There's this whole four boys, uh, this this band of boys coming together and. Um, you know, going on this hunt for a serial killer. Um, it, that's just really, I like that a lot because I, I watched Stand By Me a long time ago, at least two mm-hmm. years ago now. And um, I liked that movie a lot. And then when I read the script for Summer of 84, I definitely got reminded of that. It's It definitely gives that vibe, and I really like that. Uh, I completely understand where you're coming from there. Stand By Me is a fantastic movie. Um, you know, Nate River Phoenix. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and and a very very young Jack Bauer in there as well. You know, so like Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in in summer of '84, it's set in the '80s. Um, you know, so like what what was it you you, you actually liked to uh, playing with within within that particular decade in in the film? Oh, um, honestly, for me, Faraday is. Just like any other kid in any other time frame, except that he wears these amazing glasses, um, <laughs> uh, if I may say so. Um, and, you know, when I look at a character, I see who that character is. Um, obviously, yes, the time frame he's in would affect it, you know, 
they wouldn't be using radios, they'd be using cell phones to text. Um, but I really, you know, I, I just love to see how they lived back then, how, how you know, if you don't have uh, you to go through how you'd make up these stories in your head and enjoy living them with your friends. You know, I, I feel like back then it was so much more people spoke to each other more in person. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. And also, uh, do, do, you, uh, do you not think the, uh, the, the primitiveness of the technology back then uh, kind of added, adds to the suspense um, you know, you're kind of in danger. You can't, you can't sort of like use a cell phone to sort of like call someone <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, in in the film, you got to work with um, Rich Summer. Yeah. Um, how how did you find working with him? Um, he is such a professional person. I was able to take away so much from watching him interact with everyone on set, and he, you know, he really is an expert. He knows his way around the set well, and um, I was just, you know, he's a really nice guy too, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, he was professional, but friendly at the same time. I don't know. He's just a great person to work with. He's, he's so nice. And, you know, he, he'll, he'll come and go, Hey, why don't you, uh, try this? Maybe it'll spice up the scene a bit. And I'm like, yeah, cool. sounds just, you know, I, I'd love to take, uh, advice from Rich Summer. He's a seasoned actor. Um, Another film that you um, that you've been be, been involved in is um, one which the um, Pope uh, Pope Francis insisted being made. Uh, it's called Beyond the Sun, um, which you shot on location in Argentina. Uh, would you like to talk about that a little bit? Because that song, I could, that's kind of like your first starring role, right? Yeah, it was. It was my first uh, major lead role in a in a film, and to have it be in. Beyond the Sun, a film that was requested and funded by the Vatican, um, is a really, you know, unique. Um, this film is, it's going to reach a large, a broad spectrum of people, I think, because of its, um, you know, religious taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be really cool because they, I don't know, I talked to them, they were saying it might be dubbed over in this language and this language and this language and this language. And I'm like, wow, that's going to be really, really cool to see. Um, yeah, the, pro- the final product, I think, is going to be interesting. Honestly, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Did you, actually, uh, did you actually get to meet the Pope? Sadly, no. Mm-hmm. We never got to meet the Pope. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe, fingers crossed, if the premiere is in Rome or something, meeting, but, you know, it... I'm not expecting anything. It would just be an honor to meet the Pope because, you know, it's the Pope. <laughs> well, it's got to be a pretty huge honor to be, be involved in a project that, you know, that him, he and the Vatican's commissioned, you know, as well. I mean, um, better, better thought of that when, you know, going in initially must have been quite nerve wracking for you in, in, in the sense that it's um, such a big, big thing. Yeah, I um, honestly, I was just excited more than nervous. I was going, you know, this is my first major lead role and I'm going to Argentina to do it. So I was, there was definitely some nervousness there, but, you know, the excitement was overriding it. I was, I was just really excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what, what, what's, the, what's the film about, um, the, 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 the premise? Ah, the premise of the film. Um, 
So there's this uh, group of kids, these five kids, uh, Tom, Claire, Anne, Andrew, and George. Yes. Um, and we all went to the same school. We kind of know each other. And then Andrew goes off one day and um, the other four, including Andrew's sister, Claire, go off to help him. Uh, and then it turns into this almost mission to, you know, find Jesus. They wanted to find a physical Jesus, um, but you will have to watch the film to find out what happens after that. Mm, sounds, <laughs> sounds interesting. I believe you, I believe you play the oldest of the, uh, of the kids, right? Yeah, uh, Tom is the, I was the oldest cast member there, yes. Um, but Tom's um, supposed to be the same age as Claire, Mm-hmm. So in the they're they're in the same grade and um, yeah it was kind of cool because I Tom is kind of a leader and I got to play that which was fun. Mm. Um, while you was working in Argentina, I mean I know you must have been on set quite a lot um, with you being being like the lead and and um, and so forth. Uh, but did you? Um, have any time to soak up any of the, uh, any of the culture and feel of, of, of Argentina while you was there? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, we never worked weekends, uh, so that was wonderful. We had weekends off, thank you. But, um, yeah, during those weekends, we were filming in this little town called San Martín de los Andes, mm-hmm. and it was right on the border of uh, Chile and Argentina on, on the Andes Mountains, wow. which is the border between the two countries. And... It was just a little mountain town in this valley almost. You could look at the town from our hotel and see the whole thing. Um, and it was just so cultured. It was awesome. We got to go into the town. We visited all these little chocolate shops, these meat shops, um, cheeses and, and such. And, you know, the price of leather down there is really cheap. Right. So, you sold me. I'll go yeah. in Argentina next holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the, the shops, um, you said there was meat shops and, and stuff like that. Is it kind of like old worldy as in there wasn't a uh, really supermarkets as, as, you know, as we, as we have done? Yeah, there were like, I think maybe one, maybe two supermarkets, but that was it. And they weren't huge. Um, but you know, a long time ago, a lot of Swiss immigrants came to that town, a lot of Germans as well after the war, um, and that really brought a lot of European culture to it. So when you would walk through the town, you'd see all these these beautiful old wooden buildings um, and, uh, you know, the architecture there, the foods there, the meats and cheeses. It was all so it was crazy. It was like a cluster of cultures. That's what I'll call it. A cluster a culture cluster. There mm-hmm. we go. Cool. That, that, that's a great description. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, another question that I kind of I kind of like to ask this one to uh, to all actors, you know, irrespective. Um, now, in 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 acting, whether it's film, theatre, or, or television, um, you, you kind of get to play around in lots of different periods in 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 history. I'm just wondering if there's actually a period in in history that you'd love to be able to uh, to act within, you know, play a role in. Certainly, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, the late 1800s to early 1900s, um, I feel is where the world of technology really took a turn and I would love to go, you know, see, um, how they did it. All, all these old cars that were, you know, a new thing back then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
I'd love to see how they got around, how you got help, because there was obviously no phones back then. Um, and I would just love to take a trip down that lane someday. Yeah, I mean, it's um, I, I can see where you're going there. It's really exciting time, the development of the railroads and and uh, telephone communications and 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 uh, it all opening up. Final question, and this is a fun one, um, is um, if you could actually get to play any comic book character, uh, which one would it be and why? The Joker, 100%. I've loved all, um, all that have played the Joker, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, they've all done such a good job. Um, and I feel like the Joker, it, when, when I break down a character, I break down the psychology of a character and I absolutely love that. And I feel like the Joker would be so fun to do that with. So that would definitely be my, um, superhero slash villain role, dream role, um, oh. the Joker. You never know, maybe, maybe in about, uh, 10 years time. <laughs> Um, it, it sounds to me like uh, you, you know, you you come at acting from so like uh, kind of the method approach, uh, Stanislavski and the Magic If. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I feel like stepping into another person's shoes is what I do. It's almost as if you're living as that person. Mm -hmm. I'd just like to say uh, thanks for your time. It's been great speaking to you. And um, I wish you the very best of luck with the uh, with the films when they come out. I hope they're actually really successful for you and lead on to uh, lots of great new work for you. It's been really nice speaking to you, and uh, yeah. you know, yeah. thank you. It's been, been been really nice. Thanks a lot, Ian.